106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Justin and Josh from Ridgeline Auto Brokers in Boulder, Legacy Automotive as well. Welcome, guys. Thank you. How are we doing? Good morning. We're doing great. Well, thanks for taking a really nice day to come down. Yes, it, it is, is nice, nice out. It's actually uh, super nice. So anyways, we'll, we'll not complain. It's going to be a really nice day today. So those of you that are out running around, we're envious because we're kind of stuck in here for the moment. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Charlie. Our engineer today, Larry Unger, normally is here answering phones. Larry, if you're listening, thanks for all that you do. I know you're a little under the weather, so appreciate all that you do, and hopefully you get back with us here next week, and we appreciate Larry. But we'll still take all the calls and handle everything like we always have, so don't feel bad. Uh, Charlie can handle that on a on an easy basis. Not quite as easy as when Larry's here, but we'll get things handled today. So if you have a question, let us know, 303-477-5600. All right, I talked about this yesterday on ready radio which i know ready radio is not a car show but i had a question from a listener that came in and i will not name the name of this particular auto group but they specialize in what they call branded titles what i call them are salvage titles but they have a really slick way of calling them branded titles which i'll get into today because you may not have heard you know, ready radio yesterday. And the reason I did it yesterday as well is just because I think it's a large enough topic that people need to know how it works and really be informed of it. And since, you know, Josh and Justin both are here today, I thought it'd be a good topic for us to go over since they're in that world even more than I am. But the answer I gave back to this particular listener, because they were asking, you know, here's the car I found, here's the price, what do you think? My direct answer back was, I would never in my entire life buy a car with a salvage title, period. Just not for me. Maybe it is for some that are listening, but in my world, I wouldn't, and there's so many reasons why. We'll get into some of that today throughout the next three hours, but I would not buy a car with, in this case, they call it a branded title, because, by the way, branded title sounds much better than salvage title, so they're being very key with their words there. And it's interesting how they play on that. And, again, I'll get into that and, and explain even some things that are on this particular website. No, I'm not going to give you the the uh, auto group that does this because I'm not going to, you know, I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. I just don't agree with their business model, and I'll just leave it at that. Thoughts, guys? You know, one of the most dangerous things we do every day is get in a car. True. You know, how these True. cars got put back together when we're talking about rebuilt from salvage are the you know sensors that deploy the airbags are they put back in the right place um there's also crumple zones in these cars they're That's supposed correct. to absorb pressure That's correct um in an accident is all that stuff where it needs to be yeah i explained yesterday on ready radio justin to your point the majority of vehicles on the road today not all there are still some 
larger SUVs and trucks that are body on frame. But by and large, the majority of vehicles made even some pickup trucks. What I mean by that, Ridgeline, Maverick, uh, you know, some of those range of vehicles are unibody construction mm-hmm. cars. They have yeah. subframes. That's how they connect the suspension to the unibody. But it's a unibody car, meaning, to Justin's point, if there is an accident, they can sometimes cut and weld or they can use pulling devices to pull things back out. But keep in mind that unibody has already been affected. Correct. It's already been damaged. Yes, yep. they can. And I've been in that world. So, guys, keep in mind, I grew up around all this stuff. So I've watched how some of these things work. I even explained yesterday in Ready Radio or back in the day, it wasn't uncommon for especially salvage yards. If they had a collision center on site, which a lot did, by the way, they would take one half of one car find of you know the exact same make and model and if the front half of that car was good they would take the front half of one the back half of another literally saw the car in two and put them back together and then sell that car because back in the day i mean this is 70s and 80s even into the 90s we didn't have the same rules around salvage title that you have today and that car could go back out on the open road nobody knew the difference yep i mean i worked on but it was about a 90 Camaro that was three cars. Okay, three cars. Yeah, it was the front <laughs> half was one car, and the back half, they cut it down the middle. Oh, wow. Because they, And they took two good quarters, and you could see once you yeah. pulled up, like, why is this car yeah. so much trouble? And that was why. And, and back in the day, when cars were made completely different, and it was a different time that we live in, and frankly, speed limits were lower, and the traffic wasn't as heavy, and... And, and I'm not taking anything away from the fact that people still had accidents and died back then. So please don't read this the wrong way. But it was a different time then versus now, including even the amount of traffic, the speeds that people are traveling at today, which, by the way, are much higher than even when I first learned to drive. I mean, back in 80, when did I get my license? 1980. Uh, things were much slower then than they are today. I mean, speed limit was 55 miles an hour. I mean, it's nothing now to even drive down here, anywhere around here, and drive 80. Right. And by the way, if you're not driving 80, you're going to get run over, mm-hmm. if, depending upon what lane you're in. So, yeah, the speeds are way different today than they were then. So to your point, Justin and, and Josh, you're now going to take this car that – and I'm going to read some things from this website that you guys will laugh at because they make it sound like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's made new again. Mm-hmm. It's never new again no, after it's no. been in an accident. There's no such thing. No such thing. It doesn't exist. No, it's not. And that the issue is, you know, the crumple zones like Justin was bringing up. When you get a car repaired correctly, they put in the new pieces that crumple. Yep. When they go to these guys, they just pull it out so it looks straight. That's right. And, I mean, I've had it time and time again. I had an Audi TT in about a year ago doing alignment on it. The car looked good, but I could not get that car mm-hmm. straight. I remember that car. And once I saw the little tag that's about, you know, super small mm-hmm. that said repaired from salvage, I knew. And then I got the tram gauge out and started... The points Measuring. where all the suspension in the rear went, oh, there it was. It's all off. It was not pulled yep. back out yep. and was not repaired correct. correctly. We'll get more into that. Question of the day today, by the way. I thought of this yesterday. If you're a traffic cop, if you were one, traffic only. I'm not talking if you're a cop and you're out on the beat doing all sorts of other things, criminal investigations and robberies. No, no, I'm just saying. If you're a traffic cop, what would you focus on? 303-477-5600. I, just, it's a, I was thinking of this yesterday as I was driving around thought, okay, if I were a cop, because I'm looking around at expired tags and broken windshields and broken taillights and vehicles that, quite frankly, shouldn't be on the road at all, 
you know, as a traffic cop, would I focus on some of those things, or am I just going to go after the guy speeding? You know, if I'm a cop, what am I going to do? So I thought I'm just going to throw that out to everybody listening and get everybody's thoughts on what you would do. Three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero. Eric, you're up. Go ahead, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Good morning. Uh, you know, it's early on a Saturday morning. I should still be in bed, but I decided to get up. It's a good thing to get up early. There's nothing wrong with that, Eric. Good job. Yeah, well, the problem is on, on Monday through Friday, I'm up before the birds are. Yeah, I hear so you. On the weekends, I, you know. Anyhow, so a couple of thoughts. Uh, regarding the uh, rebuilt cars and whatnot from salvage, and you were saying about, uh, you know, cutting cars in half and attaching them together. Do you remember the TV show on MTV back in the day called Pimp My Ride? Yeah, vaguely. I never watched it much, but vaguely, yes. I, I, yeah, I watched it a few times, but one of the episodes on there was they were helping some young guy out that uh, was taking care of his, I think his mother or father had died or whatever, and he was the man of the family, and he had this old Ford Escort that he was driving. And when they went to tear the car apart to fix it, that's exactly what it was. It was two Ford Escorts that had been cut in half and then welded together and welded and glued together. Yep, and and they uh, they were uh, the whole cast. Everybody was like, "Say what?" And they ended up buying a guy. Just they scrapped the car and bought him a whole new car because they were like, "Yeah, that's." And they were surprised. I, I remember reading something about it later on that they were surprised that that had happened because in California that was illegal, and that's where they were at. Which is the car was in California and had been purchased there. They were they were curious how that had happened. Interesting. Uh, but, uh, you know, if I was a traffic cop, I, I would go like the old school Wyoming way that they used to do it. And this is how they used to bust a lot of the drug runners is they would focus on the little stuff. You know, the guy cruising yeah. down the highway yeah. and he just starts kind of drifting from, you know, side right. to side in the lane. Right. And that's how they used to make a lot of the, they, they, when you go back and read you know, some of the big drug busts they used to make along 80, Wyoming and Nebraska were the same way. That's, that's how they, they would just, just look for the little stuff and, and get a lot of their stop, traffic stops that way. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I can't argue that one. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of interesting. And another thing on the uh, whole salvage, my very first car that my parents, my grandparents, and myself went in together was a Pontiac Sunbird. 76, I believe. Oh, those were great cars. Not. Mm. <laughs> Not. <laughs> well, no. I, actually, actually, hold on a minute. If it had the four-cylinder, it was a great car. Yeah. Just didn't have any but, power. You could push it faster than it would run. But if it came with the V6, which did have power, the frame, the subframe in the front, was never properly designed to handle the weight of the V6. No, they were not. And I had to find that out the hard way. We bought one, thought it was a great car, blah, blah, blah. Checked it out, the basics. Brought it home. Now, this is in 85. And about two and a half months after we bought it, I come out of school, had a flat tire. Well, that's weird. And when I pulled the tire off there in the parking lot, the front tire was all, like, completely worn to the belt. And I was like, oh, my God, what, you know. And I, I didn't know. You know, I was a dumb 17-year-old. And I come home and show it to my dad, and he's like, well, the car, he's, he's like, well, how long has the car been out of alignment? I don't know. And uh, we took it down um, 
to there was a I think it was a Big O or I forget there was a tire there's a tire place that it's now a Pet Boys Auto hmm. but it was on the corner of 38 and uh, Sheridan and my dad used to do a lot of business with them okay and and we took it down there and that guy spent three hours trying to align that car mm-hmm. could not get it to align yeah goes all over he's call, calling you know they're looking all over right. it he's like something something's not right here and uh used to be bare frame and axle and he referred us to them and we took the car down to them and they put it on the rack and the guy went all over it same thing couldn't get it to a line went all over it and he's like something he, he, he's like he's telling my dad on the phone something's wrong with this car but i can't figure it out and they started they decided to start taking measurements and they found that the frame the subframe was bending and had cracked because of the weight of the engine and when they started like doing some research what little research they could back then but you know started checking around and, and with other body shop mm-hmm. with other shops they found out they were finding out that yeah this was kind of a known thing that with the V6 it was too much weight for the subframe and they would start to uh, bend and crack. The four-cylinder was fine, but not but the V6. But it, as a V6, I had a buddy that had a, the four-cylinder with a manual, and I could drag race him all day and beat him with yep. that V6. That tons of power. Yep. But unfortunately, we had to scrap. We ended up spending. They thought about fixing the frame, welding it, and getting it in spec. The guy was like, "It'll cost more to fix than the car was worth." Yep. Yeah. Yep, makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. No, you're right. Eric, with that, i got to run to break. Appreciate it, by the way. Great, great comments on everything. And uh, I've got more to to say. In fact, I'm going to read some things from this particular website. won't give you the name of the website, but I'm going to talk about that here uh, throughout the day today. The other thing, I would happen to be, I don't know, I read all kinds of stuff. It's what I do, I guess, for a living, I guess you could say. So I was reading some things yesterday where a person on a forum had asked a question on how often to change oil and somebody that was a quote-unquote mechanic for a large fleet chimed in on how often this person should change oil and what I will tell you is it is the most bad advice I've ever heard in my entire life but given the fact that he's a quote-unquote you know ex-fleet mechanic People are going to look at that in this particular case as probably the gospel. So I'll get into some of that and just, again, tell you all that um, there's a lot of misinformation out there, even from you know, coming from even so-called experts that, quite frankly, I have to wonder, are they really experts or not? We'll talk about that in a moment. So don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? that debt ratio is too high, we can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 
720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. What's in a name? For Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the name perfectly describes the state-of-the-art veterinary medical facility that we trust. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, trust is why we have chosen Lone Tree Vet for all of our pet's medical needs. They provide a wide variety of medical and surgical services and utilize state-of-the-art methods, protocols, and technology. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, you can trust the medical team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. We all know that making the decision for our pets to have a medical or surgical procedure is not always an easy one, but at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they understand the hesitation and anxiety that accompany leaving a pet for any type of procedure. Whether it's a spay or neuter surgery, a laparoscopic surgery, or a complex orthopedic surgery, the professional team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is dedicated to making your pet feel comfortable and special. If your pet needs medical care, call 303-708-8050 today. That's 303-708-8050. And for more information, visit them online at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that sometimes we don't like to ask for directions. But when it comes to your retirement, you need to know where you're going. Al can build a roadmap of your assets that will help you set goals and milestones to make the most out of your retirement. He's been helping people like you maximize their retirement for decades, and he knows how to avoid wrong turns. He'll help guide you to your destination of a purposeful retirement, even during times of market volatility. Al has seen just about everything you can encounter, from recession to prosperity and everything in between. He'll turn your anxiety into confidence by considering every possible contingency and planning around them. Get in touch with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com money today to set up a no-strings consultation and start planning your roadmap to retirement. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, 
Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560, and lines are open. We'll take all your calls, by the way, 303-477-5600. The text line, which some of you are texting, and I appreciate that as well, 307-282-22. John and Cheyenne, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, well, question of the day, if I was a traffic cop, I would be focusing on gravel trucks running down the highway at high speeds and with their loads uncovered. Yep. Uh, that's another, and by the way, in the left lane on top of that. Yeah, yeah. So, speaking and of, and I, I just got to say this because this whole week it's just been been just grinding on me all week. Since the <laughs> HOV lane on I seventy went in, I think every yeah. not every trucker, but I think the majority of truckers now feel like the left lane is the center lane because there's now an HOV lane. Let me give all of you truckers a little piece of advice: it's still the left lane. Those people that choose not to be in the HOV lane because either they don't want to have the cost or it's not that busy traffic-wise and they just want to be in the other lanes, that left lane is still the left lane. Just because there's an HOV lane doesn't mean the left lane is your lane as a trucker. Get in the middle or the right lane and get out of the way. I live on Highway 52, and those trucks can't stop when the light turns red. They're going that fast. No, that is my biggest pet peeve right now as far as all that goes. Where's the Colorado Highway Patrol? Uh, you know what? Rarely do I see them on I-70 through town. Denver PD oh, mainly I on I-70 is all I ever see. I can, I can tell you where they are. Oh, they're in Wellington. Mm-hmm. They're oh, no, Wellington. they're north of Wellington. No, there they're you go. North of Wellington. Thank there. you. Thank you. No, north of Wellington. You have, and I don't know if the other guys in the studio have ever driven the stretch from Wellington to Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. nothing, we all have. There's nothing there. But Highway Patrol. Yeah, so yeah, why? So and, so. I mean, is it just revenue collection, John? It has to be. Uh, that's what I gotta think. It's revenue collection. Now, I know the the uh, the Wyoming Highway Patrol will hit just sit just north of the border, and they'll they won't pull you over unless you're doing like over eighty five in the seventy five, and that's what they're there to just try to get people to slow down a little bit. But I've seen them let a lot of people go by, but the Colorado guy. He, it's 75, and I've seen him pull people over doing 80, 81, and there's nobody there. That's not, I mean, at that point, it's sort of like, okay, who's, who's being bothered by this? No one. Ooh, yeah. Who's you're five over. You know, sorry, you're six over. What, what are you bothering at that point? No one. Yeah, how about just patrolling down the road and, you know, pulling over the guy who's tailgating so close to the guy in front of him that you can't even see his grill? 
Well, hey, don't be, don't be, send, don't be throwing me under the bus, John. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Is that you? No, just kidding. Sometimes my that? wife sometimes will be like, you know, she, I can see her over there pushing on the floorboard to try to stop. <laughs> and it's like we're okay. I got plenty of room. Don't worry. Yeah, but that's that's the one thing. If something happens, you can't recover from if you're tailgating. You cannot. No, you're right. And you know, unless you've got really good, it depends on the car you're driving and the brakes that are on it, of course. But you know, that's where you got to right, know your car. But, uh, that was the that's my pet peeve because we got a, we got two gravel pits out here and they run eighty into Cheyenne or down into Colorado uh-huh. and half of them are running with their uh, their loads uncovered which which again is to your point is illegal right and that so that should be something if, if, if even if they're not looking for it if a trooper sees something like that pull them over you never know is is logbook yeah. out of you know because yeah. they got all those other rules truckers great point follow. When yeah. I great point. You know, they, but they don't, it's too, I think, in my opinion, it's too much work to pull a trucker over and fully do what they can do because they just don't want to go through that. Oh, it's easier to write somebody else a ticket going 81 and a 75. Yeah, or, you know, right. exactly. I mean, now I will tell, and this is in the 80 zones on I-25 and I-80 in, in Wyoming, if you're doing above 85, they will pull you over. Sure. They think that's yeah, you're getting, you're, yeah, I, and I can understand that. Up. When you're getting up there, I get it. <laughs> but uh, quick question on oil changes for my forerunner. Yes. I got one free oil change. Well, it's not free. It was included in the cost of the vehicle. Correct. Nothing's free in life, as we know. I got one oil change from Toyota left on the vehicle, and they won't do EPR. Uh, will I hurt it if I just have one oil change without EPR? No. no, you'd be okay on that on your forerunner. Yeah, yeah, I, it, it's not not even at twenty thousand miles yet, and it's you'd had be okay. two. Yeah, and it's had two EPR oil. You'll be fine. Not going to bother a thing. Use it. Yeah, you, you might I, as well. It's free. Use it. Well, it's not free. You paid for yeah, it, so it take advantage well, it, of it. Yeah, and they use the, you know they use Toyota filter and I don't know. No, no take advantage of that, John. I, I wouldn't hesitate to do that. Yeah. That that was the question I had. That was no, nope, you're fine. Question I have for today. you're good. It was more you're, of uh, the question of the day. Because that that burns my butt. I hear you, John. Appreciate you, man. As always, have a great rest of your day, and I'll get Kelly in here before we go to the bottom of the hour break. Kelly, welcome. How are you? Hi, John. How are you? Good. I'm good too. Um, I so when we bought our car, it had uh, white and black leather seats in it, so we had them change them out. But they gave me those seat those seat covers. The old um, ones. And now my and now my covers are wearing out. I wondered, do you know anybody that does reupholstery on vehicles that I could put those those back on? A lot, and you're in Parker, I believe. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know the, you know, I don't know the upholstery shops down in Parker. I know some of the folks up in the north end of town. I also know Auto Weave in Denver is famous. They've done numerous, you know, show cars over the years. Solid guys there. I I can't, you know, I can't. Uh, can't ditz them at all. There's going to be a little bit of a drive for you, but could they do that for you? Absolutely. Okay. Could you tell me the name of that again? Auto what? Auto Weave. Auto Weave. So okay. like W-E-A-V-E, Auto Weave. Okay. Would you say, do you know, of, <clears throat> I know you don't know any in Parker, but do you have any other suggestions possibly? Uh, the only other ones I know are going to be all the way up in the Lafayette area, which is a really long hike uh, for you. There's There are plenty of upholstery shops around and, and another way to do that, too, Kelly, is, you know, where did you buy the vehicle from? Somewhere here in town, I'm guessing? Uh, we bought it from, uh, was it Peak Kia? I think from Peak Kia at that 
at, you know, you, the other thing you can do is most dealers have relationships with upholstery shops because they'll take used cars in and get a you know a seat done or the the insert done or something along those lines. So typically, they've got some contacts in your area as well. I don't know this south end of town when it comes to the upholstery shops. You could ask for a referral from one of them as well. Or uh, once again, you can Google it, look at the reviews and so on. That'd be another way to. I do not have a good upholstery shop sponsor at all. Okay. All right, I just thought I'd check But there out. are plenty of them out there that, that will do that, Kelly. And, that, and by the way, great idea. Okay, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Yeah, and those of you listening, if you've got a suggestion for Kelly in the south end of town on an upholstery, you know, on, a, on an upholstery shop, auto upholstery shop, I should say, please let me know. Kelly, keep listening. A lot of times folks will text me and give me some ideas on that. So stay tuned. Most of the time I'll get some answers back in on this south end of town. I know more of the north end because that's where I've always, you know, been and grew up and so on. And I know most of the guys up there owned an upholstery shop at one point in time as well. So I know a little bit about that world also. And uh, anyways, uh, we'll be right back. Keep listening, Kelly. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. The friendly folks at your local Napa Auto Care Center appreciate their customers, and they like to show it. Stop by your Napa Auto Care Center today and ask for your customer loyalty card. It has a valuable offer you can use again and again. It's their way of thanking you again and again for your business and loyalty. Find your nearest store at NapaOnline.com. Napa if your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with extreme auto repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And extreme auto repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com slash extreme today. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. 
you've put a lot of work into that car. So the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of the inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Kurt Rogers joining us. He was with me on Thursday as well. So we'll talk to Kurt here in just one moment. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Now, Kelly, as I said a moment ago, I put the word out and I've got a couple of answers. Some clear up on the north end where I'm at, which isn't helping you. But I did get somebody down south in Franktown. So, Kelly, if you're listening on your upholstery, Sterling Auto Interiors in Franktown. I just got a recommendation from somebody for them. So, Kelly, you can do some calling around, checking with them and some of the other recommendations I made. Kurt Rogers also recommended a, a person that did some work for him off of Evans and I-25. I don't have the name in front of me. I can look that up, but right around Evans and I-25 as well. So, Kelly, if you're listening, there's a couple of different options for you. And like I said, I, you know, we have great listeners. It's probably the best way for me to say that. So, all of you in the community, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Anytime we throw something out like that, we typically get some some good word back. And, Kurt, thank you for the recommendation yeah. as it's well. One, so Kurt's it's, not just a mortgage guy. He's a car guy, too. It's one block east of I-25 in Evans. Okay. Just go one block. It's right there in the corner. Perfect. And, and, again, Kurt, you're listening to him. He was with me on Thursday. We talked about a lot of stuff on Thursday. And I would tell you that if you really have any questions on all the different types of mortgages that are out there, 
rather than going through all of those today right now. Just go back and go to RushToReason.com, listen to the Thursday 5 o'clock hour, and Kurt and I got into a lot of great things talking about uh, bridge loans and the three two one you know two one buy downs all the different things that are available first time home buying all that stuff construction loans we got into on Thursday as well so we covered Kurt in that hour quite a, a bit a lot of ground quite so for bit. those of you listening if you've got questions along those lines we had a couple of callers even calling in on hey how do I do this how do I do that how do I make this work on top of that and I know I always mention this but partly you know I like having Kurt on drive radios for a lot of you car guys where you're looking at hey I'd like to build a shop. Or I want to buy a classic car. I want to get into that market. I've got all this equity in my house. I'd like to do something with some of that and enjoy some of that equity. Kurt has all sorts of ways to enable you to do one. It didn't make any sense when you got rates at 3%. Well, right. they now make sense. Right. And on one thing we talked about again on Thursday, which for some of you car guys might be of interest to you, there's a lot of great programs right now to where if you want to either buy another house and maybe you've got some fix-up on yours or you want to do some fix-up on yours and the next one, there's some programs for that. On top of that, maybe you just want to go build a house to your specs. Correct. Maybe you'd like a barn dominium kind of a thing where you've got big shop and you've still got the house and all of that, and that's becoming a really big thing now for a lot of the car world where folks are doing these barn dominiums to where they've got like a – you know, quote-unquote playhouse. I hate, not really don't know any other way to say it. It's attached to the house. So you've got like a, you know, in some cases a 2,500-square-foot or larger house. It's really nice. And then right off of a door that leads out into the shop, you have this big, huge shop that literally I've seen everything from indoor tennis courts to, you know, full-bore collector cars to you name it, whatever you enjoy doing as your hobby they just put a big, huge hobby shop, and it's all one building. They, again, they call it a barn dominium because it kind of has this barn look, but don't let the name fool you. These things are like top-notch, I mean, high-end. You know, This is not – how should I say this, guys? The barn dominium thing makes it sound like, well, I'm just going to go live in a barn with animals. No, no, no. Do, do, do not think of it that way at all. This is probably more high-end than what you would see in most houses. I have a friend that has a racquetball court. There you go. You can literally. Nice one. These things. Are, and what's nice is instead of having to you know walk out to the barn where you, you might have all your cars or whatever you're doing or the shop or whatever, it's all attached into one uh-huh. big deal to where it's all right there and they are, they are cool. I don't know any other way to say it. If Frankly, if I was going to build a new place, I would find one in the right area where I could do a barn dominium type type setup because it's it would have everything you'd ever want and they're becoming super super popular again because that additional space that you gain for in my case cars people could use for anything else they'd want to use it for doesn't you could be restoring furniture you could be doing some sort of arts and crafts you could do a racquetball court a pickleball court or whatever you decide you want mm-hmm. to do all inside right off of your main house to where everything's in one location and there is so many plans for those that Honestly, folks listening, if you haven't looked at that, uh, some of you probably know about them. But if you don't, they are some of the coolest things out there. And they build them in such a way that at the end of the day, I don't know that you're really spending, Kurt, any more money than you would to go out and build a regular. Because most of them are kind of a metal uh, a metal type building with, you know, again, a lot of high end features. And then they dress them up on the outside with, you know, everything from a log look to cedar to whatever. And it's really a cool thing when it's all said and done. So, again, don't let the name fool you. They are very high end. Yeah, they don't look like a barn barn. Oh, no. No, we, they call them that just because I don't even know where that came from. I think it's a South thing. I believe barn dominiums came out of, like, 
I want to say southern states, Texas, places like that, to where guys had a lot of property and they wanted everything kind of in one location, and they started doing. And now they've be, there's entire barn dominium planned websites where you can literally go out there and buy a set of plans and build it right off of what somebody else has already got dialed in and done. And I will tell you right now, if you're Kurt knows this, if you're building a home. That's a large portion of your initial cost is just getting your initial plans ready to go so you can submit them to even get a building permit because most architects are going to charge you a percentage of either total price, square footage, whatever. It's not typically a flat, you know, oh, yeah, I'll do this for $1,500. Uh, no, Kurt, uh, most architects are charging you a lot more than that. A whole lot more than that. <laughs> it's a way bigger number than that. <laughs> and a lot of people are doing that from scratch. Let me tell you, you could do it this way and be a whole lot better off. So anyway, just a side note, and Kurt, of course, can help you with everything I just said. Not that hard to do, and there's some great programs we talked about on Thursday on doing all that. Kelly, you're back. Hi. Hey, Kurt. It's Greg and Kelly. Hi, how are you? Good. The guy that answered just said, well, why don't you just tell him hi? So, well, there you go. <laughs> John, thanks for the um, information. You're welcome, well. Kelly. We listen to you guys every Saturday that we can. Well, thank you. I, I, Kelly, I appreciate that very, very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And curse our little guy. Paul's he's the greatest. Guy. He's mine. He's Josh's. Trust me, he's a lot of you guys listening, but we, we love Kurt. He's a great guy. We do, too. Thank you, Kelly. And our rapper, too. So. All right. All right. Well, hey, appreciate Kelly, thank you very much. No, thank you. I appreciate that very much, and those are kind words, and I just had a text message in and said, he's our loan guy also, uh, awesome guy. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate that. I got a message in also on how long does it take to charge EVs. We might get into some of that a little bit later. We talked about some of that a little bit in Fix It Radio as well. But I do want to get into this whole salvage title thing. Before we do that, though, i got a couple of minutes here. You guys may, may or may not appreciate this. But I said earlier that be careful of what you read on the Internet. So some of you are familiar with different sites that are out there, Quora or, Quora, or however you say this stupid thing, Q-U-O. RA, I think, is the name of the website. It's a site you can go to, ask all sorts of questions, and people chime in with answers. It's kind of a collective of, of things. So I happen to see this. I don't know. If, and I get so much stuff sent to me that if one of you sent me this article, um, I apologize. Um, I don't know exactly how I found this, but I just started reading this. So somebody asked, hey, I've got a new vehicle. How often should I, should I be changing my oil? The dealership says I should do X. The owner's manual says I should do X. My friends say I should do X. What's the real answer? So this, in my opinion, this particular answer, I'm going to get started. I won't finish it all off before we go to break, but I'll finish it when we come back. I'm going to just read to you the first paragraph, and then we'll get into this. I worked as a mechanic. This is the guy answering. I worked as a mechanic for a large fleet. Okay, good for you. We actually did a study where we wanted to see how long we could go on the, on the running of oil and the length of time uh, and the length of time it began to cause reliability issues. In other words, he wanted to find out through oil analysis how long they could go in between, which, by the way, a lot of us as fleets, myself included, we do that. We studied vehicle equipment uptime and used engine oil analysis as well so that we could see how the engines were being affected at a microscopic level. What did we find out? Now, let me just back up. First of all, he's not finding anything on a microscopic level. Now, maybe microscopic in regards to what's in the oil and what's it doing, but he does not know microscopically what's going on inside of the engine, which is kind of the way it makes that sound when he answered. I know what he meant, but 
his wording isn't correct because you can't tell, even from an oil analysis, what's really going on on a microscopic level inside of the engine. You can do an oil analysis and get an idea of what wearability might be happening. Does it have too much of one particular metal compound and so on and so forth? And is that is that you know a wearability factor? Maybe. And I say maybe because you then need to do another analysis and start really looking at things and seeing if that number is changing or going up or going down. Did you just have one-off reading because of who knows what? I mean, there's all sorts of things that can go into this. You can't just do one analysis, is my point, and really know how long you should go between oil changes. So, again, he starts off kind of his basic answers in a in a very misleading way because he's making it sound like, well, I'm an expert, and I did this stuff, and we got all the way down to a microscopic level on how often we should be changing oil. Not true. So I just wanted to dispel that, and I'll go through the rest of what he says. My main point here is, you can find a lot of information on the Internet. By the way, some really great information. There's things you, could, you can find that are just as solid as solid could be, and it's fabulous, and it could be a new product. It could be a new way of doing things, and I'm not taking anything away from that. We can go all the way to the other side of it, though, and I'll continue to read this when I come back. You can go all the way to the other side where it's like, that's the worst information I think I've ever heard, and people are going to actually do what this person said because they're the quote-unquote expert. So I just want to make sure... Kurt, the same thing happens in your world on mortgages because there's a lot of quote-unquote mortgage experts out there with their own videos and so on. And I've watched some of these people, and I will tell you this. Outside of maybe one or two people that I've ever seen online besides Kurt, no, they're not experts. In fact, I will tell you some of these quote-unquote mortgage experts don't even know all of the different things that are on the market like Kurt does. So are they experts when they don't know all the products? I say no. Kurt is. You've got all that handled. Well, I'm not all the way there, but I, I work. Oh, on you, it. I work on it. You're working. Well, we I all work are. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you I'm being trying to, yeah, I'm trying that, to perfect my you're skills. Still the, you're yeah. still a guy that I know that knows way more about it than anybody else. So, and especially, uh, this is another just real quick factor. If you're self-employed, listening, nobody does it better than Kurt Rogers, and I can say that. Kurt, I will agree. Josh is over here. We, any of us that are self-employed, we know that world. And I will tell you, Kurt knows way more about helping us that are self-employed than any other broker I've ever dealt with. Am I right, Josh? Oh, yeah, very much so. Spot yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there <laughs> Thank you, you go. Yeah. Thank you. To call Kurt, 720-895-0500. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Napa know-how! Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturdays for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is open Saturday. When you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, a late meeting at work, you name it. 
call for a Saturday appointment now. Find your store at NapaOnline.com. Napa Know How! Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, I got a couple of calls. I'll get back to this whole bad advice thing on oil changes. I got you know another couple of hours after this to do that, so don't worry. I will get to that. My point is there's a lot of bad advice out there, so be really careful on that. Mike in Castle Rock, what's going on? Hey, John. Thanks for taking Hey, you're welcome, call. Mike. Let me uh, organize this into a cogent sentence. Okay. Um, I have a friend uh, who's selling his car to a private uh, uh, buyer. Private party. Private seller, private buyer. He's got the title, bill of sale, etc. Okay. I I seem to remember something about having to have an odometer statement when you sell a car that the buyer is required to run it through emissions and get a new uh, emission sticker or, or something along those lines. On a private uh, party sale, as long as the odometer reading on the title is filled out correctly, you don't even technically in Colorado have to have a bill of sale. But if you've got it in both places, you're legal and fine on the sale to a private party. Technically, 
he should also be providing an emissions test at that time when he sells it to the private party. But I will tell you, Mike, that I guarantee you 99% of private sales never have an emission test attached to it. The risk that is there is if you sell it and it won't pass emissions, theoretically, through the court of law, that individual that bought the car could come back on the seller and say, this thing won't pass emissions, make it pass. So a good rule of thumb, and if you really want to make sure you're protecting yourself, would be to have a good emissions test or at least know it's going to pass one. Maybe you had one done recently and it passed with flying colors. Okay, fine, big deal. I personally wouldn't even provide one at that point because I know the car is going to pass. But technically, yes, the car has to pass emissions if it's a car that won't, for whatever reason, it's been tampered, it's a diesel that's deleted, whatever, you must, and this is my advice, you must, on your bill of sale, sell that as a tow-away only vehicle, will not pass emissions in big, bold letters. I would have the buyer sign that to relieve me of any kind of obligation at that point, and that's what I would do in that scenario. But in this case, if it'll pass, he's in good shape. Perfect. That was a great answer. Once again, take the rest of the day off. Oh, thanks, Mike. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care. Have a good day. And 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 that's that's really it in a nutshell. You guys are the experts in this. Did I say all that? Yeah, oh. you're, you're spot on. Correctly. All our cars go through emissions because you never dealer. know when the gas cap is going to fail. There you go. And then though you have an emissions failure because the gas cap is bad, and then you start this whole downhill slide. Which you don't so want. just run it through, pay the 25 bucks, have the emissions it, right? test done, and hand it to them. And we, it, should, we should get into this further about a, a dealer doesn't have to pass it through emissions. Right. They can give you a, a three-day coupon. So right. we can get into yeah, that more We'll talk later. more about it. Well, that kind of goes into some of my salvage title stuff we'll deal with here as we go through the show as well steve go ahead sir good morning good john just on standby waiting for the nail guns to start firing away all right anyway quick question sounds like an insurgent attack by the way but uh anyway on i'm curious what your thoughts are because you've got a deep background in auto tech but it seems to be the business model now I, i took the extra in for an oil change fine and the guy saw me walk in the gentleman who's a GM with my little bag with MOA and EPR. Anyway, get the car done, and they don't tell you. And you know this, their business model is check everything and see what you can upcharge. So anyway, without disclosing, they said, well, you need a new air filter for the engine and cabin filter. And I already checked them. They were fine. But meanwhile, he breaks a clip on the air filter box, and I just thought it would have been kind of nice for them to disclose that and fix it. Am I being out of line here? No. I don't think you're out of line at all. No. I they broke it. Should, yeah. Everybody needs to operate in the interest of full disclosure. Because what I found in any realm of business, if you don't, you're more likely to wind up on a witness stand with a D on your forehead for defendant. So why they would not do that kind of puzzle? I, me, yeah. Steve, in you know, any shop I've ever owned, and we're talking to shop owners right now, yeah, if something gets broken, you tell the customer and you figure out how you're going to take care of it. End of discussion. And they, they are easy to break. Yeah. A lot, of times, a lot of times they're on the shelf at the local auto parts store because they are easy to break. It happens. So you just take care of it and away you go. Yep. Done deal. All they had to do is disclose it. I didn't have to discover it when I was checking it afterwards, but just thought I'd get your shots on that or your thoughts on that. So. Yep. I, I would expect it to be taken care of as a customer. And you know, two hundred thirty bucks for thirty bucks of filters is kind of a major upcharge, right? Just my thoughts. You can do them. You know, guys, you can do both of them. Ten, fifteen minutes a piece, and I don't do them all the time. 
But anyway, just my thoughts. No, no, I, no, Steve. I, I, if something for any of you listening, if a item is broken by, by the way, I don't care if it's an auto shop or the guy coming out to service your water heater or or your furnace or whatever it might be. If something ends up broken after they leave, then by all means, it should be on the person that came out and did that. That's why you hired them to do it instead of you doing it yourself so that something like that were to happen somebody else now has that responsibility which is okay um, at the end of the day they need to they need to stand up and take care of it this mm-hmm. is not rocket science and if it's a big item i mean that's why you want to bond it an insured company right oh. <laughs> yeah thank you justin i mean this is why it's imperative that you know the shop you're dealing with that they to Justin's point, have everything all you know all their ducks in a row, so that if something were to come up, you've got something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, anymore, I think most shops are going to be insured. Although, I say that with tongue in cheek. Although there are still some guys out there, some folks out there running around that are, you know, they're sliding by on everything they possibly can. And it's by the way, it's something most consumers never ask: is you know how much insurance do you have? It would be something I would be asking. If I don't know that party, I would be asking, what is your insurance coverage? How does it work? What's the amount? So on and so forth. I'd be asking those questions. So, all right. We'll be back. We have to take top of the hour break. Kurt, you hanging around? You leaving? What do you No, my has got too many chores for me. All right. Well, <laughs> Beautiful day. i got to go home. Kurt Rogers, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.